Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted, and tonight's panel is uh, consistent of the lovely ladies of Rewind, your hosts of Ladies Night every month when it's that time of the month, and uh, that is Ref Thick, Ref Amy Veronica, and the Temptress Witch Ivy, and we are, of course, accompanied by the presenter of The Key, Mr. Kevin Key. You're welcome. We're all here. Thank you. Thank you. We we appreciate well, you. Um, so are we allowed to be in the same like Zoom call as each other? This is, uh, is this unfortunately they forgot to put that in the order. This should be exciting. I'm gonna have to talk to my attorney. We're gonna have to get that changed. Sorry, time? he's in Australia. I don't care where he is. I just don't want him near me. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's let's get some of this uh, some of the stuff out of the way. First of all, my friends, thank you all for joining us and watching and listening wherever you are watching or listening, whether that is on YouTube, on Roku, on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, uh, Sportswire, wherever you're you're watching or listening to this, wherever you're consuming this media. Thank you so much for joining us. Please, please, please go over and subscribe on our YouTube channel. And by the way, this is the first episode we filmed since it happened, but we did it. We hit 50, we hit 500 subscribers. So uh, thank you to everyone that has hit that subscribe button. Please turn on those notifications and uh, please go ahead and subscribe on all of the podcast platforms and make sure you leave us a review. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Please, please remember to follow us across all of our social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And uh, please remember to go buy your merch at watermaneuver.net. I'm the only one wearing show merch tonight. Good job, everybody. Good job. So go buy yourself some, go buy yourself some merch, some merch. Okay. And, uh, and remember, yes, I know, Amy, I'm getting to the CCW plug right now. I'm getting there. Okay. All right. Go to uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling's website, ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. Get your tickets for all of your CCW events. Oh, the show's on. Sorry. Hold on. Sorry. Got thrown off. We have a show. Oh, my God. <laughs> there it is. Woohoo. <laughs> this is why we Woo-hoo. can't be in the same room as each other. You're welcome, Kevin. <laughs> uh, uh, for my listening audience, you really want to go watch the YouTube version today. I'm telling you right now. This is a, this is a thing. So... Um, if you haven't gone and checked out our most recent episode that's out, the Ladies' Night episode, well, it's actually, that's, that's two episodes ago now uh, because we had uh, a top five that came out on Friday. But, but the Ladies' Night episode is, just, is kicking all kinds of ass, and you guys do such a great job with that. So, ladies, thank you so much for bringing us that time of the month every month. It's, uh, it was it's okay. Of course. It needed more Goldberg. <laughs> well, thankfully, we're not allowed to have it's, – it's called Ladies' Night for a reason. So, Kev, you can save all your Goldberg shit and comments and everything for when you're on. And unfortunately, that's tonight. <laughs> but we have, we have ladies tonight. And if I must say, Amy and I are freaking killing it, like, in the sense that we've got 
a lot of really good things planned coming up. So definitely mm. keep checking that out. Yeah, I'm super excited for some of the stuff that we've uh, we've talked about in staff meetings, and and I'm super excited to see what you guys can get done. Um, I'm appreciating the excellence. Let's, I love uh, staff meetings; they're the best. So let's let's jump right into the the topics for tonight, and uh, the the big topic that we're going to talk about in this episode um, is we're going to give a kind of a raw report card. How is Monday Night Raw doing with using? Cody Rhodes and how's Monday Night Raw doing in general but more so how is Raw doing with using Cody Rhodes um there's been a, a lot of love coming from the audience for Cody at every WWE event um there's been nothing but love which is which is I almost ironic to me because when he was in AEW he was getting booed because he's Cody you know you want to know why Ted um, you want to know why Tedward god here we go, go. Do you want to know why he's getting cheered and not booed right now? Sure. Good. Put the glasses back on, Raph, Amy. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. We don't, don't talk have, to her like that. We don't have Brandy Rhodes on screen with him. Mm-hmm. I don't have this Ty Conti, Sammy Guevara love fest on my TV <laughs> every Monday night. That's why. Just like we did with Cody and Brandy on AEW. It was getting repulsive and terrible and awful. Uh, any more adjectives? Any anyone? Ivy, got anything? You good with adjectives? You taught someone today. Nothing? No? It was getting awful. As as Every adjective that I can think of to describe the whole, like, Cody and AEW scenario is the same list of adjectives that I would use to describe you, Kev. Oof. Thank you. AEW wasn't that bad. I represent that. <laughs> Oof. Man, you're the best. The heat is real. That's because she keeps sliding in the DMs and I tell her to cut it out. I actually blocked her. <laughs> A few times. Right. right. <laughs> Crazy. She keeps sliding in there. Oh, so man. our loyal listeners, to support me, just slide into Ivy's DMs. Tempest <laughs> Witch. It'd be perfect. <laughs> And get yourself a restraining order alongside Kev. You guys can all sit on the restraining order bench together. Oh my God! Well, I'll tell you what. My Great friend. place to be. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about how this is uh, how this is going for everybody. Um, I want to get the perspective mostly on. Let's get like the big picture Monday Night Raw first, and then let's talk about Cody specifically. Um. We all know, and we've had we've we've publicly talked about our feelings about Monday Night Raw, the fact that we think it's too long, the fact that uh, the writing has not been good, uh, you know, up until maybe February, <laughs> uh, the writing was 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 really really bad, and the the timing and the flow of the show was not doing it for fans, and um, and then WWE seemed to flip the switch, and they seem to do this like once a year for Raw. And it lasts for like X amount of time every year. And X, X is a different value depending on the year, right? But it, it, it lasts for like X amount of time. Um, what is WWE doing right with Monday Night Raw right now? And what do you think they have to do to continue that? And I'm going to kick this off with Ref Thick. Oh, damn it. All right. Um... <laughs> oh, God. Obviously, they need more Goldberg. Come on. Well, obviously, they have both of the Samson brothers on Raw right now. That's what they're doing, right? Gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who um, wants as to far as... talk? Who wants to speak? 
with Zeke. <laughs> I can't wait till that handicap match against Kevin Owens with his brother. And it's Gilbert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as like what's Raw is doing right, um, at least with the Cody scenario, one thing I've noticed is they're letting Cody be Cody. They're not trying to mold them into what WWE thinks Cody should be. They're not even like in when watching his matches, his matches um, in Raw are a lot like the ones in AEW. So I think what they're excelling at and making uh, getting Cody over with the WWE audience is they're letting him be real and they're letting him be himself rather than trying to mold him. So. Okay. I think that's a, that's a very fair assessment. Let's go to uh, let's go to Kev Key. Damn it! Thought they were gonna go back to Ivy. No. Oh no. Oof. But I am next. That's weird. He just said I was next. So if for our uh, for our listening audience like myself, uh, Ivy's holding up notes, attacking me on screen. Um, this is I'm adding this to the restraining order. If you didn't notice, it just took a screenshot. Um, I'm sending it over to smart Mark Sterling, uh, and he's going to take care of it for me. Okay. Perfect. Go ahead. Perfect. Speak. Get it over you don't, with. You don't, like, you don't like Ezekiel? By the way, there's no way Ezekiel's not his younger brother. There's no way. No, yeah, yeah absolutely. Eyes, no, he definitely is. The, the beard's I mean, gone. They had no. the photo he's evidence. He's definitely his younger brother. They had a picture yeah. as evidence. Yeah, that, it was 100% proof. The only thing that's that's similar is the voice. That's it. But that's common with siblings, though. I can't wait. I'm excited for Elias's return to throw everybody off. He passed a lie detector test against with the smartest man in WWE. Shush. A thank that's you. Right. <laughs> a thank you, Chad Gable. They're doing a great job pushing Gable. Uh, great job continuing to build these characters like a Gable who people love and they hate at the same time. Uh, a theory, sorry, that's not, I don't have a theory. That's his actual name now. It kind of ruined because uh, he doesn't like the name Austin. This big man, I, I did such good, oh, I'm on Ruku. Such good Ruku. Hmm. I'm on Ruku. Such good Ruku. We can't go by the same name. It's going to be great. Your name's going to be Theory because I hate Austin. I the hate worst character people. name to Google. Theory? <laughs> if you're watching the show and you type in Theory in a Google search, you're not going to get anything. Yep. yep. You, you're, you're not going to. He is the new intercontinental champ. I don't know which. United no. States. Is, all, is no. this United States? The other who's, the inter- who's the intercontinental champion? Who cares? Ricochet. That's, that's how bad they I think about made. that shit. So the mid cards have been so bad. Maybe Theory is able to push it over. Uh, but I love the celebration of the heels, especially my boy T Bar. Shout out to T Bar. <laughs> Lion. <laughs> Shout out to T Bar out there. I love you. Uh, I met him once. It was great. I met Face as well. Face? Great. Yeah. You, oh my God. Wait till we get into that storyline. All right, <laughs> face is going to be just as good as Goldberg. It's going to be legendary. Sorry, I'm sorry. Kev's voice is nauseating me. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that why you took Pepto Bismol? Yep. Yeah, take it, take it down a little bit. I know you're getting a little excited over there with the butterflies in the stomach. All right, I'm a married man. Uh-huh. Lay off. Oh, oh my god. Me right now, she's like, "Is I is that Ivy girl on here? Watch it." 
Trust me, you are the last right. person on the face of the earth that I would want kids. All right. Well, listen. You want to see? You want to see? Oh anger? dear God. Okay, there listen. Go. Everybody, bring it down a notch here. Okay. We're on Ruku now, Ivy. Calm down. Stop listen, looking your lips. I. I I'm like calm. it when you guys have your little love, lovers quarrels because it means that I get don't have to pay any alimony in the divorce, so it's good, it's all right. So, <clears throat> um, this this is what we're gonna get at here. All right, um, Ivy, did he tell us to shush? By the way, yes, shush. Okay, <laughs> Ivy, I want you to talk to me a little bit uh, about the the Cody situation. I'm, I'm gonna come back to the big picture as well. Um, I wanted uh, to talk Cody, but you said how Raw was going well. Go, to well I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to come back to you. Relax. He, he wants to hear from Ted, me, Kev. Hey, hey, hey. I'm next right now, not you. I'm, I'm critiquing. I have a pencil. Probably not. I'll write in my own blood. He's got a pencil. <laughs> Ted, should we leave? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> when you see me, okay. settle out. Theodore, I'm sorry. How disrespectful of Kevin to interject. Um, okay, you want to hear my opinion on Cody? I want to hear how All you right. think WWE is handling Cody. Well, so let me let me just kind of take it back a little bit, and let's talk about Cody's prior WWE situation, right? Okay. Cody was not somebody that I was easily able to enjoy back then, although he's always been talented in the ring. I'm not going to sit there and, and you know, discredit his, his, his talent, his ability by any means. But character-wise... Cody Rhodes was somebody that I could not stand. Mm. Um, fast forward, AEW, the overall of Cody and the character that he has worked so hard to build, I actually enjoyed it. And I was like, huh, I, I like this version of Cody. I kind of want to see more. And I think that's what a lot of people have you know, mentioned over time, that they really think that AEW gave him the grounds and the ability to kind of expand and, and be creative and do these things. Um, I was nervous when, when all the news kind of started coming out about Cody coming back to WWE, because I'm like, we kind of know that WWE tends to restrict their talent creatively and it's kind of what they say goes. And that's that. Mm-hmm. With that being said, um, I think that WrestleMania debut for him was excellent. Um, I love that he was able to kind of, stick to his current character and they're allowing him to run with it and I'm really looking forward to just overall what we're going to see more from him especially within the next year because I think that we're going to see a whole different a version of the American Nightmare but I think that we're going to see it in a way that he's going to be able to do a little bit more storytelling because WWE I think does a little bit more storytelling than what AEW did and Thankfully, I can't see whatever Kev is doing right now because I feel like Ted's face is giving away that he's doing something. So whatever. But I'm excited to say the least. Um, you know, I'm glad to hear that Cody turned the table for you while he was away from WWE. I think that if you look at the people, and this is something that um, that Cuz says frequently right? When, whenever we're talking in the chat or when we're all together or when we're on a call together, Cuz talks about the fact that sometimes you need a guy just to go away from the WWE and get better and come back, right? And I think- Hey, maybe we should do that with Kev. Send him away for a while so he can get better and then let him come back. That's pretty much the month of May. So we're okay. Yeah, you're good. I'll be back in like June. 
So I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she didn't what see it. It's a literally the... no, I didn't see it because I'm on the phone, and this is again just the monotonousness of him. Like, for our oh. listening audience, Key has a uh, tied up his head in string. I want to look like Vader tonight. Uh, perfect. It's uh, you're you're halfway there. It's time. Just keep going. Got it. Just keep At going. At least it wasn't one of my thongs. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, he would have a streak on his face. Um, so, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did it. I broke him. You I broke, broke him. Good job, Ted. That's Good a twofer. Job, That's a twofer. Look at that. <laughs> My God. Man. Um, I think if you look at WWE and the modern roster, right? Drew McIntyre went away, got better, came back. Bobby Lashley went away, got better, came back. Cody Rhodes went away, got better, came back. Um, Kev needs to go away, get better, come back. I wanna, can't wait for the return of Heath Slater. Well, oh, here, gosh, it's going to be amazing. He's going to come back like Goldberg. Here's one who's going <laughs> to who, here's one who's going <laughs> to drop back everybody on their head. Sorry. What are you talking about? Got here, here's about? one that that is going to come back better. I guarantee it. The, the offer will come and he will show back up. Matt Cardona will be back in the WWE. Zack Ryder will be back in the WWE. And they will let him be him because he's gotten himself over 100% again. Ted, um, when are they should bring back? <laughs> Sheesh! They should definitely bring back that <laughs> Stardust guy. Showed a lot of potential back in the day. <laughs> And I've officially had to Nelio him. Um, okay, so, <laughs> um, so here's here's my thing. You can't mute me. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. So here's my thing, guys. Um, I think that Raw has been better since February, leading up to Mania, right? But I think that Raw has been good. I mean, better than a, a steaming pile of shit is still, you know. Now it's just not not steaming. It's just a cold pile of shit. You know what I mean? So so post WrestleMania though, the injection of Cody into the locker room and the excitement that the fans are bringing to Monday Night Raw because Cody is there has flipped this thing on its head. It's completely changed it. You know, um, and I think that this we've gone. That's from- another guy who'd come back well. Head. Remember Head? He was great. Yeah. He was that tag team partner of Al Snow. Yeah. Great I, to bring I, him back. I remember him. I remember him. It's what so, everybody so, wants. It's what everybody needs. Give the people what they want. Um, so I, I think that Monday Night Raw has been really tremendous um, comparatively to where it was six months ago. You know, uh, it's been truly tremendous. Um, I think that the WWE audience puts up with a lot, right? Because there's a little something for everyone. We've talked about this before. WWE is a variety show um, that is centered around wrestling. And we got that with this wedding segment on Monday Night Raw. And uh, I want to talk to you guys about this a little bit. I want to get your input on this a little bit. And I want to hear, because for a lot of people on Twitter, if you look on Twitter, oh, 
they ruined such a good show with this segment. Well, hold on. Are you going to let one segment destroy a whole show for you? Are you going to do that? So, so that's, that's what I want to hear from you guys about um, with this wedding segment. Was it so bad that it ruined the whole show for you? Or was it just one bad segment in an otherwise really good show? Um, and for our listeners and for our viewers, anyone that, that did not get to see Raw, spoiler alert, uh, R-Truth was the, the presider over two commitment ceremonies in which uh, Tamina and uh, Tazawa got married and um, Reggie and, oh God, what's her name? That'd what's be Danny Brooke. By the way, Tamina first, first of all, she was going to get married to Tazawa. And they were like, no, I don't want to. I want to get married to Reggie. And she's like, no, I don't want to get married to Reggie. I want to go and have that uh, HLA going on right now. We're on Roku now, so I can only say HLA. Sorry. She's like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to marry Reggie. I want to be committed to Dana Brooke. And that was like, oh, my gosh, wait, I don't like HLA. I'm going to go back to Tazawa. I'm all good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was your 24-7 segment. You're all welcome. And then there was like, roll up, roll up, roll up, roll up. Dana Brooke wins. Yeah, so, so hold on. Reggie marries Dana Brooke. You're welcome. And then pins her for her championship. So the He's incentive here. That championship. The incentive here is I will marry somebody to win this worthless title. <laughs> right. The um, most prestigious title in WWE history. Uh, it might be at this right point. up there with the TV title and the Hardcore Championship. Oh my God! Here we go. I take offense <laughs> to your comment, Ted. Oh, why I that? will marry somebody to carry this worthless title. It goes <laughs> right up there with the Diva <laughs> title. I mean, it's not as prestigious as the prestigious CCW Championship belt with my face on it, but it's Mm-mm. pretty up there. Not that one. No, never um, gonna happen. Oh Jesus! Here we go. Here we so, to. so, Amy, coming back to you. We were wearing it the other day. That's weird. Okay. Shush. Amy, Where were we? <laughs> did this wedding segment take a show that I would give an A? Okay. Did it take that show and ruin it for you, or was it just one bad segment in a show? Just is Twitter once again overreacting, or did it ruin the mood for you completely? It was just one segment in a show. I like. I don't see how anybody can watch a full wrestling show and get everything that they wanted to make it this level without something bringing it down here. So I think the idea that it ruins the entire show, nah. Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay. Ivy. I agree with Amy. I mean, if you like look back at some of the horrible segments that WWE has pulled over the years, like the segment doesn't ruin the entire show especially if everything else was up to par and you know they're giving you decent quality um i I think that weddings in wrestling are kind of ridiculous but it was a commitment ceremony whatever you still have i hear you squawking in the background you still have you know the fans that find entertainment out of that so i feel like in a way throwing that little segment in there was giving somebody enjoyment Mm -hmm. so I kind of feel like you know if it's not giving us all you know exactly what we want somebody out there enjoyed it so I feel like that's WWE's way of trying to cater to you know the wants and requests of everybody out there right right key 
What do you think? Um, God, I hate agreeing with Ivy. I hate it. I hate agreeing with Ivy because even though like we grew up in the attitude era, we had some pretty crappy segments in the attitude era as well that you wouldn't say ruin the whole show because stone cold saved every single show. Right. So I think that, I think that everything else is going pretty well from the Kevin Owens pushing it over uh, being on two different segments and consensus consistently being one of the best things about raw Seth Rollins piece on raw i mean you can't really attack a small segment that was really stupid that was able to summarize up in about 30 seconds um but we've seen it before it's a nice little pee break um and we come back to it right on top of that the sixers played and they won and they're up 3-0 in the series and oh sorry this we saw on monday or something so they're gonna win the series of the raptors for you toronto Boom. back to you back to you tedward Thank you, Squidward. Don't, don't give me those devil eyes, Ivy. Thank you, Squidward. Um, so, overall, um, I've really been enjoying Raw these last couple weeks, which is hard for me to <laughs> for me to say. Like I, I'm scrambling over these words here um, because it's something that I haven't said in a long time that I'm enjoying Raw on a weekly basis. Uh, I know it's been since Goldberg's been on. It must have been. It must yeah. have been. Yeah. Um, so I want to hear what our listeners have to say about Monday night raw has raw been successful for you these last couple of weeks. Why or why not? Okay. What, what has been the, the, the hubbub about all of this? Okay. Um, are you, are you enjoying Monday night raw for the most part? Is it only because Cody's been there or has WWE been doing a better job of writing everything? Um, do these little segments like the wedding segment, uh, ruin the whole show for you is Ezekiel ruining, ruining the show for you I personally find the Ezekiel thing hilarious best uh, thing in wrestling right now in my opinion <laughs> it's 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 so it's so funny and it's so funny because they're going along the same route that Amy hoped they would a couple weeks ago where she was like I hope that everyone else just says oh yeah it's Ezekiel and only Kevin Owens and like one or two other people are like, no, 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 that's definitely Elias, right? We just see like the mental state of Kevin Owens unravel as the weeks go by. And that's, and Kevin that's Owens, the other thing. Only Kevin Owens could do this. Yes. Only Kevin Owens could carry this storyline. If it's anyone mm-hmm. else, you're screwed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, having Kevin Owens carry this storyline for you is yep. actually making Zeke go over. Yeah. Even if we want to yep. speak with Zeke. That's a... Uh... That is a well-designed ploy, I will say. Uh, So listeners, viewers, let us know your thoughts. If you're watching on YouTube, tell us in the comments below. If you're listening on a podcast platform or on Sportswire, or if you're watching on Roku, hit us up on social media at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. But before we get hashtag, hashtag push Kevin. Hashtag push Kevin. Off a bridge. Over a cliff. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um but before we get going here before before we roll out ref thick has been communicating with some of our followers on twitter and instagram oh you have been doing that and uh she is she's been communicating with a lot of people actually she sends a message to everyone that ever follows us anymore um and a lot of you have been replying with some fan topics and so uh Amy's going to read off uh, a question from Twitter. And I think it's one question from Twitter and one question from Instagram. Is that right? 
Um, I only have an Instagram one for now. Okay. You can call this Fan Fetishes. It's a perfect segment name. Perfect. Absolutely fantastic. Fan Fetishes. So... So let's hear, uh, first of all, who's the question from? What's the, what's the handle? It is the profile New Nation. It's actually a tag team that's down here in South Florida. They play for, or um, they work for a rival uh, promotion. Um, it is N-U-N-A-T-I-O-N, official for their Instagram handle. Shout out to uh, Yeah. Um, their topic they want us to cover is the promoters slash bookers versus talent dynamic and how we think, like, it being so open now is affecting business. Wow. That's a, that's a big topic. Um, Was this, was this like specific about like the fact that Cody was a booker and is now just a talent or is this just like a general? I think it was just a general thing. Like whenever you hear like the struggle between what creative wants and what the talent wants. Mm. Mm. Well, um, I got to say, I don't, I don't think it's really any different than any workplace because there's what management wants and there's what the, what the people doing the actual tasks want. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that is pretty you much. Yeah, tell me about it. That's why we're here with Kev right now. <laughs> management says that, that he's necessary for ratings, just saying. Um, by the way, your ring light reflecting in your glasses right now, Ivy, makes you look like you have. Makes you look like you're crazy. Um, I already said this. Um, but I, but what I will say is that I think that the emergence of AEW has done what we hoped, what a lot of us as wrestling fans hoped it would do. It's made WWE open its doors a little bit in terms of creative freedom um, and given some of that back to the workers because they need to be able to keep up with a, with a product. And so I think that ultimately what we're seeing is we're seeing um, we're seeing a lot of the Booker creative side of things get a little bit more varied, but also following trends, right? It's more about trends right now than it is about being creative, right? Um, and, and so I think that that's a big part of what we're seeing, what we're hearing um, from the current wrestling product as a whole. And I think that that's driven by the fact that the workers are on social media so much and they see what the trends are from worker to worker and then they're friends across promotions and they talk about all this kind of stuff, um, which is kind of what, made the attitude era successful because DX and the NWO did that, you know, um, they just did it with phone calls from hotel rooms rather than Twitter, you know? Um, yeah. but I- I'm interested to hear what the rest of the panel has to say here. Uh, Ivy. I am in agreement with Ted and we all know that does not happen very often, Ooh. but <laughs> if goodness. you think about it, you know, for several years, WWE was like the dominant wrestling, you know, federation out there. So, you know, you had your TNA, um, but, you know, they were kind of always overshadowed by WWE. Then AEW came along, and they started giving more opportunities, allowing more creativity, and WWE was kind of forced to, you know, do very similar, you know, things in terms of allowing more creativity and giving people more opportunities to do what they want to do 
because they were kind of running that risk of losing A, the fan base, losing B, the talent, and allowing another company to then elevate above them. So I think that it was kind of a combination of all of that, plus just a very good business move on part of, you know, all of these different, you know, companies together, thinking along the lines of, well, this is what the fans want. This is what the talent wants. We have to kind of give some leeway here. Otherwise, we're going to lose what we have. Right. And it's going to knock us down on the totem pole. So I agree with you. And I can't believe it. Wow. I think I can count that now, like on one hand, how many times I've agreed with you. I'm going to reserve my Scary. comment for, for another time. Um, it's because we're on Roku now. You have to reserve that comment. I That's mean, right. You don't know where I that wish is. Kev would reserve his comments. That's okay. Times. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Kev give his comments right now. Are you sure you want this? Yes. Ted? Ted Worth? Yes. Theodore. When Kevin. did you become a wrestling fan? Uh, 94, 95. And why did you become a wrestling fan in 94, 95? Because my big cousins were into it. And what were they into? Like what specific brand company? Uh, since we're the well, old men. 94, 95, they were into WWF, but then like as I actually got into it, you know, going into 96, uh, we all became WCW fans. And Ted, when would you say it would be the worst time in WWE history? Uh, like 19, 1996. <laughs> so, you're saying, so for WWE, WWF, you're saying 96? Yeah, 95, 96. For me, it was more post-attitude error when there was zero competition. Because that's when I got a little bored by it. I kind of disappeared from the product for a while. And then I was brought back in because of the Attitude Error, a.k.a. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm. Now, I'm a firm believer that competition breeds more competition. Um, I truly believe that WWF's success was successful because of the competition with WCW, who also gave full creative control over to wrestlers, kind of like that. AEW thing that they started with to begin with until Tony Khan took over. I need more Pepto because I'm like agreeing with everything that Kevin said. I know it's shocking, isn't it? Um, so I truly believe that WWE has gotten better because the competition is now there with AEW rather than being complacent the way they were for many years. They're like, we're the only product, so we're going to be solid. Now that AEW is there and pushing. The, and they're, they're really pushing these older WWE guys, a la WCW in the 90s. Uh, we, we are back to that competition, breeding more competition, yep. which also leads to wrestling fans now watching more wrestling. You're not only watching AEW and WWE product. I have Impact Wrestling on right now as we're recording this show because it's more wrestling. We're watching more New Japan wrestling to the point where Tony Khan can make a major announcement about New Japan wrestling on uh, Wednesday Night Dynamite. And we're all like, oh, my gosh, no flipping way. We're on Roku now, so I can't curse. Um, that competition is just going to continue to breed, and it works for them. Uh, 
it also gets us more into these other territory wrestlers, these lower shows like like Philly put on Battleground a few weeks ago. I was interested in going. I didn't. I ended up not going. I wanted to go, but I it fell through. I mean, you got CCW down in Nashville in Florida. It's continuing to push because people want to now see wrestling more. Competition breeds more competition. You're welcome. That's my rant. I love Fantastic. it. Fantastic. I know you love it, Ivy. Amy uh, ran into a technical difficulty. She had to uh, she had to bounce from the call, and she's going to log back in. But she did Too tell me game. via text message to say that uh, whatever Kevin says, just have me agree with it. So there you go, folks. There you have it. Um, you know, because I'm I, so darn good looking. So at at New Nation, That's definitely not what it is. <laughs> at New Nation <laughs> official, uh, there you go. That's us talking about uh, about your topic and. Friends, if you have a topic for us that you'd like us to talk about, please hit us up uh, in the DMs at Rewind Podcast. Don't DM Amy. No, you can DM. You can DM Ivy. You can DM. Do not DM Ivy. And just DM Ivy and just go hashtag push Kevin. That's all you gotta do. They could totally DM Ivy, but Ivy is not going to open nor acknowledge their DMs. So DM us at Rewind Podcast. Shut up. Rewind podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's where you shoot the DMs. Please make sure to go buy your merch, buy some Ivy fan shirts, buy some Tyler Ticker shirts, buy some OG shirts, buy your tickets for Coastal Championship Wrestling, ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. And fans, we will catch you next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. <laughs>